Welcome to Victory Church. This is a beautiful day to worship the Lord, and I would like to invite you to download the bulletin from the website or simply use your camera and download the bulletin from there. Read in the QR code with your camera, and boom, voila, you have it there available. Thank you so much for your support. We want to thank you very, very much, each and one of you, church members, beautiful people in Victory Church, Thank you for your support because we can broadcast and do everything we do thanks to your faithful contributions. And we all, church members, we do that. Thank you so much. You can do it on the website or simply you can send a text message as you see on the screen. We are very happy to be here celebrating one more year, our Independence Day. And thank you, Sebastian, for the work you are doing with the broadcast and also Tracy with the songs. So today... We are going to talk about Jesus makes my independence possible. This is the worship service number 245, July 4th, 2021. Welcome to Victory Church. The scripture declares in John chapter 8, verse 32, words from the Lord Jesus. He says, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. That is such a powerful statement, you know. When you think about everything that has to do with your work today, school, software, everything, when you get to know the truth, the truth will actually make you free. He knew that. He said that. And also he said that he was the way, the truth, and life. It's in our Lord Jesus Christ that we experience freedom. If we review quickly something that I explained to you last week, here on the screen, we see the map, when, when we can point out initially the North Atlantic Ocean, as you can see, the arrow pointing from Europe to America. We know through the timeline, the Inquisition from the years 20, 1232 to 1834, and then Columbus in the year 1492, Martin Luther in the Reform in fifteen. In, and also the invention of the printer, printing the Bible as the first book. Then the settlers coming to Virginia and Jamestown in 1607 to our independence in 1776. Now, I want to share today seven truths Americans need to know about the independence. The first thing is that we live freely in America thanks to Christians. Indeed, because Christians, believers, they were the, one, the ones fighting to create this beautiful country of ours. It's thanks to Christians that we have independence. And I want you to know that it's not because of uh, other religions. We respect everyone. But the United States of America are founded by Christians that believed in the Bible, not other religions. And it's very important to notice this, that what they believe was God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the divine inspiration of the Scripture, and that is what moved them to create this beautiful country. It was Christians, no other groups. 
no other religions. There was no atheist either. You notice that? And honestly, this country was founded not by Republicans or not by Democrats. It was founded by Christians. Individuals like you and I that believed in the Bible, believed that Jesus is the Son of God, believed that Jesus died for us, believed that Jesus has risen from death, believed that Jesus was ascended to heaven, and he will come back for his church. So thanks to Christians, we live freely in America. Second truth that you need to know, Americans need to know that we Christians promote equality. From the beginning, it is a constitutional right for all races, genders, men and, and women, young and adult, kids, elderly, regardless of the color of skin, we promote equality, Christians. We believe in equality, and we believe also in private property. Yes, absolutely. We Christians believe that every individual has the right to make money, make a living, and purchase property, and purchase stuff, and we protect private property. Many people don't know that, that we Christians, we believe that we should protect our private property, and we will. Christians are accountable. We are not the kind of people that we just do whatever we want to do. We are accountable, and we are ready to give an account of our actions without hesitation, because we believe what the Scripture says. The Bible talks about being accountable one another. And those are values that are in the Constitution. Fifth fact, truth that Americans need to know. Christians believe in justice. We are not the kind of people that we just say, well, whatever happened there, poor people and whatever. No, we believe in justice. We Christians do our best to believe in a fair way, being fair with everybody, treating people with respect, whether it's in business, in our community, in the school system, in the workplace. And of course, there are laws that we respect. We Christians believe in the judicial system. We believe in the Congress, in the Senate. We believe in the power of the executive. We believe in justice. Sixth truth. Americans need to know that Christians care for the poor. We are not the kind of people that just don't care for the poor. No, my friend. We are always paying attention to the needs of the poor in our families, in our own home, in our, in our own neighborhood, with our relatives, with friends, co-workers. Wherever there is someone that is in need, Christians always care. 
we care for the poor. Majority of the organizations that today are collecting funds to help the poor were founded by Christians because Christians care for the poor. And seventh, truth that Americans need to know is that Christians believe in working and paying taxes. A true Christian is not going to be sitting there and just putting the hand or demanding, give me, give me, give me. Neither a Christian is going to be a person that is making money and not declaring that money and not paying taxes. Because Christians, we believe in hard work and also paying taxes. We believe on that and those things, you know? So when you think about this picture that I am presenting to you, which is the Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, this beautiful hall is the place where the Constitution was signed. And some of the values they are just the stuff that I described to you, which is what we Christians believe. Freedom, equality, private property, accountability, justice, compassion, work, and taxes. Above and over all the things that we Christians believe, and is all there, Included, written in the Constitution, we in the United States of America believe in God. We believe in God and we respect God. A good Christian, a good American citizen, which claims to respect the Constitution, our flag, our country, our national anthem, shouldn't have a problem with these values, these values of freedom, equality, privacy, private property, accountability, justice, compassion, work, and taxes. Even those who do not believe in God, if they respect the Constitution, they shouldn't have a problem with anybody who, being a Christian, claims to believe in God. That is what we are. And that is why the Lord Jesus says, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. John chapter 8, verse 32. So, so many people don't, don't know all these things. So we are sharing these truths, truths that America need to know. So you will understand important things about Christianity. Now, I know there are many people that they just simply don't care. And so many people just don't want to even have a relationship with the good Lord and his son, Jesus. And I want to tell you, my friend, if you are one of those, I want you to know this. You will surrender to Jesus when in your troubles, you don't have any other option. Because so far in any situation, people in the world have now does and will Always try to find a solution in their personal level with their own hands. But when you get to a point in your life 
in, in those troubles, you don't have any other option. Then you will surrender to Jesus. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen one way or other. One day. Even if it's in the last day of your life, when you are about to transition to eternity, and you don't want to go to that place of suffering and horror, you want to go to that place of peace, the presence of God. Jesus is the way. Jesus is our Savior. Jesus is the Redeemer of humankind, loving everybody, the Lord Jesus. True. But I want to tell you a story in the scripture that will probably help you understand this situation about what is the meaning of going to the extreme of necessity. Let's read this in Mark chapter 7, verses 25 to 30. A woman went to find Jesus because her little daughter had a, an evil spirit inside her. So the woman came to Jesus and found near his feet. She was too. She was serious. She begged Jesus to force the demon out of her daughter. Jesus told the woman, it is not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. First, the children eat all the She answered, that is true. Lord, but the table, but the dogs under the table can eat the pieces of food that the children don't eat. Then he told her, that is very good answer. You may go. The demon has left your daughter. The woman went home and found her daughter laying on bed. The demon was gone. The extremity of our needs will bring us to the presence of Jesus. Sooner or later, once a person hears the message of salvation in Jesus, once you Here for, even if it's just for one time, the story that I'm telling you about Jesus being the Savior of humankind, one day you will surrender to his authority because you don't have any other option. You will do it. To the extreme of that necessity, you will do what he, here we found in this story. But I want to give you an application of other things that happens when you are in, in situations that are difficult. So first application is when someone is in need, will go wherever needs to go to find the one who has the power to give them whatever is needed. So you have to be practical in your situations and your daily life. You know, whenever you are in trouble, you're not going to be sitting there waiting to see who's going to save you. You have to take action. So application number three. In this story, this application number one is about going where is you will go is needed in order to find the one who has the power to give you whatever is needed. Second application. Someone has the authority over the things you need. What kind of problems you have today? I don't know what kind of issues you have. I have no idea what kind of situations you are going through, but somebody has the authority to fix those problems. Somebody has the authority to change everything in your life. You need to research about it. You need to contact those people, and you need to ask. 
the solutions to your problems are not going to come magically to your lap and they will be fixed like this. No, my friend. You saw in this scenario this woman going, looking for the Lord Jesus. In any situation you are in trouble, you will go and look for this person who has the authority. Before that, research who has the authority, who can fix this situation. Contact these people and ask. You don't demand. You're going to ask. Application number three, present your case right. Whenever you are going to ask for a favor someone, asking for somebody to help you fix this problem, you, have, you need to be humble. You need to be respectful. You need to be asking for help. Learn to do it right. You have to be humble, my friend. Not because you are in trouble and you are in need, crying, hurting, and whatever. You are, are thinking that people are obligated to do something for you. You are not entitled because you are in need. No, you are in need. But if you research, you contact the right people, and you ask in a humble, respectful way, that application, that is the third application of this story. The fourth application is the one with power might respond harshly. Don't give up. So many people quickly give up when they go to the person who has authority to fix their situations. No, my friend. And you, and you know why? It's because you know that you can't fix the problem. Whatever is the situation that you are going through, you know you can't fix the problem. So you know the one with power can. Whenever you're going to talk to this individual, when you go to talk this, to this person, you know this person can fix it. So you have to understand the way this person communicates because everyone talks in a different way. Everyone has his own style. So you have to respond wisely following the answers communication style. <laughs> Let's read this what happened, okay? So Jesus told the woman, it is not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. First, let the children eat all they want. She answered. Listen to this. She answered. That is true, Lord. But the dogs under the table can eat. The dogs under the, dogs under the table can eat the pieces of food that the children don't eat. Then he told her, <laughs> that's a very good answer. You may go. The demon has left your daughter. The woman went home and found her daughter laying on bed. The demon was gone. You see how important it is? You find the person that can help you. Once you find the person that helps you, you don't give up even if they respond harshly to you. You actually have to be strong and confident in your last argument. You have to win. No fear to lose. When you are in need, what are you going to do? You are already losing, so there is nothing to lose. So you need to think about whatever situations you are going through today. Who has the solution? Who has the authority? You have to present your case the right way. Hoping, hoping in your heart that this person will help you. Don't fear to lose. In all case, you know, you already lost. But you can win. So you have to be strong and confident. I can imagine. Imagine that moment when this woman 
heard the words of the Lord Jesus telling her what he said about the dogs. And she's like, dang, whoa, that's harsh. Even the disciples, maybe. Anyone there is like, wow, Jesus is really hard on her. <laughs> when you are in trouble, you want compassion. But you know what is interesting? Sometimes people in authority will test you to see if you are strong enough to respond to whatever they say. Because honestly, nobody likes a wimp. Nobody likes a crybaby, especially those who have authority. Those who can give you whatever you need can't stand crybabies. They say, ugh, that's what they say. You can cry. You can be sad. You can be sad and wondering, how, how can I fix the situation? You can pray. But eventually, when it's the time for you to talk to whoever has the authority to help you fix the problem, if they are harsh on you, be strong and confident in your last argument. You have to win. You have to win. Next Sunday on July 11th, I'm going to talk to you about the season that we are starting to enjoy, the summer, and how hot the summer can be. But I want to finish by telling you how important is this. It says here in Mark 27, Mark 7, 25 through 30, at the very end it says, the woman went home and found her daughter laying on the bed. The demon was gone. You go to the right place, you will find the solution. Let me remind you what I told you earlier. You will surrender to Jesus when in your troubles you don't have any other option. The woman went home and found her daughter laying on the bed. The demon was gone. It doesn't matter how complex the problem is. It doesn't matter how difficult the situation can be. There is nothing impossible for the Lord God. Nothing. But this woman did the right thing. She bowed down before Jesus. That's what you need to do, my friend. Are you ready to give your life to the Lord? You know what is the only requirement is to believe. I invite you today. I invite you to say this prayer with me. Give your heart to the Lord. It's on the screen. Say it with me. Dear God, thank you for all those wonderful individuals that lived my liberty. Thank you for giving your son Jesus to die for Please forgive me. Lord, you are the one that I want to adore. You are my God. I open my heart to you, Lord. I confess my sins before you. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever, my Lord. Starting today, I want to see life and people exactly as, exactly as you do. Please help me, Lord, to become the person you want me to be. Yes, my friend, it's on the cross where everything begins. Give your heart to Jesus. And say with me this powerful declaration, I am forgiven by Jesus. My Lord can do everything. His word is true and me. My life is going to be great and blessed in 2021. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile down on you and show you His kindness. May the Lord your prayers 
and give you peace. From Odessa, Texas, my church, my church, my family, my team, wife and I, hello, one more time, thank you for watching, next time. for watching Victory Church, please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.